and then, here and there, and always at sexpotcomedy.com. This is episode 81, My Lunch with Paul Danke and Cornell Reed. And coincidentally enough, it is the last grabbing lunch of 2015. Hope your year was all of that and a bag of ruffles. Uh, Thank you for all the support I've experienced throughout the year. If you're looking to continue the support uh, on February 4th, 2016, I will be performing at and helping produce a benefit show for... Think Cure at the Hollywood Improv. Uh, Think Cure is a cancer benefit for City of Hope and Children's Hospital Los Angeles. We have a great show booked. I'm actually running the Los Angeles Marathon on February 14th, so this is kind of a, a fundraiser for the event and just trying to turn out some great people. It's going to be it, it's going to be once in a, a lifetime event. How, how's that? How's that for? prognosticating. Uh, you can go to my website, mattknutsen.com, M-A-T-T-K-N-U-D-S-E-N, for tickets and information. If you're not in the Los Angeles area on February 4th and you would still like to make a donation to Think Cure, uh, you can go to my donation page, which is also linked through my website, mattknutsen.com. Okay, episode 81. Oh, boy. My friends, we have a doozy here. Uh, Paul Danke, Cornell Reed, a couple of my favorite dudes, not only on the comedy scene, but just to see around and to know that they're your friends and to get to hang out with. So uh, this is it. Um, my first guest, Paul Danke. You can find him on Twitter, at Paul Danke, P-A-U-L-D-A-N-K-E. Also has a website, pauldankycomedy.com. And I always do this because I think it really helps define who somebody is and it makes it easier to see who's who at the table so uh paul danke sounds like this uh, that's horseradish horseradish <laughs> yeah. I, I have kids i got a million of them horseradish shut yeah. the front door oh dude i don't yeah. pretty good about not swearing in front of them it's right. just a myriad of other stupid things i say stupid's even i don't we don't say stupid Stupid's bad? Stupid's bad. Stupid's not a bad word, but just hearing a three-year-old say it to you, it's fucking infuriating. To be honest, having a three-year-old tell me anything is stupid is... Well, it's a bunch of horseradish. My other guest, Cornell Reed, is also great, and he's also a father. So, uh, so take that, America. Uh, you can follow him uh, on Twitter at Cornell Reed, C-O-R-N-E-L-L, last name Reed, R-E-I-D, Cornell Reed. And Cornell Reed sounds like this. He's doing just as good a job as he was, <laughs> avoiding our table. I think he just got fucked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she's going to take over, ignoring you guys. Uh, it's been fun. I'm going on break. A long morning of ignoring. Oh man. I gotta pay attention to somebody, so I'm going on break. <laughs> it was just too funny. We were sitting there, uh, nobody had served us in any way, but a guy walked up to us and let us know that he wasn't gonna be able to help us out because he was about to go on break, even though he had never acknowledged us in any way. Oh, the things you'll hear, but you'll only hear them if you don't ignore. This episode of the Grabbing Lunch Podcast. Huh? Dovetail transition there. Didn't see it coming. Maybe you did, but you're going with it anyway. Regardless, uh, make sure and subscribe to the show on iTunes. Give it a five-star rating. Write a nice review. Give it a follow on SoundCloud. We are on Stitcher Radio. All of those options and oh so much more can be found at grabbinglunch.com. So away we go with episode 81, last one of 2015. Paul Danke and Cornell Reed, the gentleman from The Comedy Garage, one of my favorite shows here in Los Angeles. Thursday nights at 9 p.m. at Rafa's Art Lounge. Make sure and check that out. Support what 
they're doing over there at Rafa's. Rafa's a great guy, too. So uh, that is it. Episode 81, Paul Denke, Cornell Reed, at Norm's in Hollywood. Let's eat. I'm like, I'm not getting a filet mignon. <laughs> right. I'm not getting, this makes a lot more sense. Sure. Well, you know, they were trying to like tear this norms down. I know. Do, yeah. And there was like a big public outcry. They're like, no. Really? Yeah. I guess like Matt Weiner weighed in, the creator of Mad Men. And he's just like, I created Mad Men in that norms. You know, he was like saying he, because just like the architecture, yeah. it hasn't changed since like the 50s. It's yeah. still the same, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's like how every norm looks inside. Right. Right. And they never close. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like an 80s comic had a joke, which is like, they never close. When do they clean? When do they, you know? And I believe he like tugged on his collar and like tapped the microphone. You know, the standard, you know. Of course. Yeah, he knows it's a He knows what's up, yeah. It's fun to make a bad joke sometimes. Oh, dude. There's like an old episode of The Simpsons that was just, you know, because we'll like tape them and then just kind of watch them in blocks. Yeah. But it was like, a, a, it was their version of a stand-up comic. And, and uh, he stands in front of the brick wall, of course. And he's, yes. and he's like, uh, what do you think it would be like if E.T. Oh, and yeah. Mr. T. had a baby? He's like, I printed a fool who don't. Oh no. <laughs> and then like he made his hands go like this, like gesture. Yeah, you, you know that was good. You know that was and then good. Homer said like, oh, I wouldn't want to be Mr. T right now. <laughs> I love that. Uh, I could take him down a peg. <laughs> the guy does the, he does the, uh, he does the, and I think it sound a little something <laughs> like this. <laughs> that so good. Maybe sometimes there's that turnaround to get into character. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. This is my impression of. It's a powerful moment. Uh, that is a powerful moment. It, it, plus, it's just the anticipation. It's just like, what's it? It might sound a little something like, what? Yeah. And they're all in the hook. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Who wants to yell now hiring? Should it be me? Or who's going to be? Yeah. He's like, I don't need it. <laughs> I think in Groundhog Day, the line is, just put that anywhere, pal. <laughs> yeah, at the diner. Yeah, just put that anywhere, pal. I don't know uh, if the microphone's picked up uh, the yeah, crash of plates. Yeah, the crash of plates. Probably Hopefully. Probably, probably did. Well, these are pretty cheap, so they probably did. Yeah. Uh, probably all they picked up. <laughs> yeah, everything we talked. And just like, uh, did you ever get into uh, doing impressions on stage, Matt? What a question. Um... The only time I remember doing something like that is I used to do a bit called hypothetical impressions. Oh, it's like okay. not like an impression of somebody that would be like, I'm trying to like, you know, it's James Khan. I, you know, I didn't do that. <laughs> but I did like characters and what they might have said at some particular point in their life. Right. You know, right. like I remember one of them was like Abraham Lincoln, just like, you know what? I don't like mustaches. <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah. Something like, well, like, what, we yeah. have to do a little bit of work. And like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I like um, that. I, I don't know. How about you? Impression guy? Every once in a while, I'll do them. I used to think that I was good at doing them, and now I never do them. On, I, don't, it's like on a, I don't know why. Right. I don't know. I just don't. Cornell's the true, I mean, yeah. Cornell's one impression contest. Are you in really good. Is that true? Yeah. We, nice, well, really we, me, him, and Adam had an impression <laughs> contest at our show. The competition. It was, competition. It was a competition. It was, yeah. Right. It was a live competition. Wow. We did uh, Christopher Walken uh -huh. and um, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> those, are pretty, those are pretty distinct, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Classics. Exactly. It was tough. It was really... Uh, I, I think I'm the worst at impressions in the uh -huh. world. I don't know how I want it. Did you research it at all? Were you trying to do I practiced, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Okay. Right. Well, you know. I think people are good at impressions. They're just good. They, they grew up. That's how they, that's what they've done their whole life. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, dude. My friend Jonathan Kite, he's, uh, uh, he, he probably does like 75, like to 100, like really like, James yeah. Gandolfini. He's, he plays Oleg, the chef on Two Broke Girls. He's oh, a guy with okay. the beard. Okay. He's, we used to be in an improv troupe together. And he's, <laughs> you know, yeah, rattles yeah. them off. And they're really good, you know. Yeah. Seth, Seth Rogen. <laughs> they're, you know, it's impressive. Yeah, you really have to put the time in. 
it's yeah. like it doesn't you can't fake it and they do work on it they do oh, yeah. practice oh like, yeah I remember, um, like, early on in my, uh, and I'm air-quoting, career, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I lost a comedy competition to some guy who was doing an impression. Oh, but boy. it was just, like, it was the, the classic hack comic, like, I'm going to present a scenario that you're familiar with and have people involved in a scenario that you also know. Yeah. So I have to do as little work as possible. Uh, yeah. Just the worst. Yeah. But it was the scenario was it was Brokeback Mountain. Okay. And it was just like um, Soul. Al, yeah, Soul. <laughs> and it was but but like what if the actors in it were Al Pacino and Robert De Niro? There we go. Yeah. And yeah. he was just like he's like oh I, I fucked your ass good. And he's like yeah a little bit a little bit and a little bit. And you're just like oh no. And that seems like an evil genius. The worst, and like, still, the, but the crowd was like, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I love this shit. Yeah, it's like, Do you want to be successful doing the no. thing that a lot of like road comics don't know is the thing that makes them success a success on the road is the thing that is unoriginal and you know, right? Yeah. It, there's no voice. It's right. you know, if anyone can say your act, it's probably not as good. And right. I know it's not, not coming from like a shitty, judgmental, like, fuck no, these but, guys, but I was like. It's a different Whoa. skill. It's a totally different skill. A lot of people who have voices and original acts can't translate on the road here as well. Yeah. I made that choice when I first moved to town that I would do more selective road dates. And I still do road every, you know, every once in a while. But once you get to L.A., and you say, I'm, I've just headlined, I headline all the funny bones, you know. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, that's great. And then they see a picture of you. And then on the back of the picture is the jobs that you've done in Hollywood. And that's the only thing they take care of. Right. You know, right. unless yeah. you've, like, got somebody like, yeah, I, I headlined the right. funny bone and it led to me being with three arts. Right. right. If that's not the second half of the sentence you start with, <laughs> right. you know. It doesn't matter. Yeah, who yeah. cares? Brutal. Yeah. yeah. Brutal. So, and I it's, don't know. it's tough on a lot of LA comedians because they'll go out and then they really sharpen up those chops out there, those yeah. road chops, and they come back and like, there's someone you remember being like really original, and it's two and a half, three years later, and it's like, ugh. What's going on up there, pal? Yeah. It's, yeah, oh, there's two fans. I've seen people who are really funny and original, and then they go on the road and they turn on a different switch, and they're just like totally. She's like, oh, who are you? Yeah. yeah. I played Vegas for the first time this year. Oh, I had yeah. never done. I was at Harris. I did a week at Harris. I was featuring for Alan Havy, and I uh, I had never done Vegas before. But you hear like it, they went really well. I was very surprised yeah. at how well all the shows went. But you're also too. It is that Vegas thing where yeah. you're, you're on stage and you're looking out at about seven different demographics. Right. It's like the senior citizens next to the hip-hop and with the family of Mormons. What's that? And, uh, like an iced tea? Or iced tea lemonade. Actually. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Arnold Palmer sounds great. I think he, that's yeah. what he wants to actually. Yeah, Arnold Palmer. You guys are living, man. It's Saturday hot. afternoon. I'm cooling off from yeah. a domestic uh, frustration. Uh, yeah. But um, the shows went, I was surprised at how, how well they went. That's you know? great. Yeah. 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 Even like the last show was, just, was almost like a, <laughs> yes. you know, like a, a fun dismount. You made it, that, that motion you made made it look like the end of like an 80s movie, like you jumped really in the air. <laughs> well, here's, specifically, here's why I felt that way, because uh, I was having like, it was like one of those shows where you just like, um, you're almost puzzled by how well it's going. Yeah. And you don't want to like question it. It's just like, why right. are people like holding back? <laughs> why are they or, liking my why are they, comedy? Why do they like me? Yeah. So the, the the zenith of that moment was I like I like took a pause and I said I, I, I was just like, man, you got. I mean, what a crowd! You guys are great. <laughs> and and um, there was this like old black lady in the crowd. She was probably like mid fifties, sitting with like three of her friends. She's like, "You're hilarious, and we all love you." <laughs> oh and my the crowd, gosh. and like of two hundred people, <laughs> spontaneously burst into applause. Oh, that's like, amazing. Well, wow. I guess I never need to do comedy ever again. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, yeah, yeah. You're that's, Mr. And Las it was Vegas. coming from a place yeah. of like sincere, like you know. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, man. That's you like. Are you sure the cream? Uh, creams would be awesome. Yeah, thank you. 
And I couldn't quite put my finger on why, but I'm sure grateful for it. You know? Hey, yeah. Yeah. They needed it. That, I needed it, that too. That sin bin, they needed a Matt Knudsen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like eating an apple in yeah, Las Vegas. It's it true. feels good. And I had also, like, uh, developed, like, Thank some you. Vegas material. Like, sure. that where you're just, right. like, you're talking about the, the tables and they're talking about, you know. And then it did, the, like, that buffet bit where it talked about eating the, the foods and all mm -hmm. that stuff. Or it was just very, like, germane. So now you got, like, a 10-minute thing. And, right, you know, right. My theory was that people only come to comedy shows to, like, you know, to for a respite from losing their ass. <laughs> yeah. just, you know. Anyway, it was it was fun. Yeah, that's the type of show where you do it and you feel so good afterwards, and then immediately you come back to LA and do a show with like three people in the audience. <laughs> Yeah, and they hate your Vegas material. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and there's almost a, a, an expectation when they're in a crowd like that because they paid like forty dollars. Right. They're at like a thing. They right. put on a button-down shirt. They're you know. Yeah. Got a couple drinks. Yeah. You went, did you wear a full suit? You went full suit. Full right? suit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah of I did, the, over the summer, I did um, I did a lot uh, Lake Tahoe and Las Vegas, and I had never done either one of those gigs. Cool. But I was at the Improv one night, and Bud Friedman happened to come in and saw me. And it was like, um, I think I told you that story. He was complimentary and put me on those two shows. Amazing. So it was really amazing. But I, um, I wouldn't have sought them out. But when they were just like, hey, it's, I, I couldn't, even if I only did them once, I couldn't say no. Yeah. You have to. Yeah, you, you got to kind of like show up and put your Vegas on. Yeah. Also, too, I, if I'm a, week, a weekender, I'll still wear a suit most of the time. Sure. Just because it's so easy. It's my style. It's my style. And then also, yeah. too, one dark suit, two shirts, two ties. Yeah. You're set. You're set. Yeah, yeah. it's nice and easy. So. Yeah. I think it's uh, smart. Yeah, if I'm performing in Vegas, I'm, t I'm either going full Hawaiian shirt and shorts. Like oh, yeah. just came from the beach bar. Right. The, t the, the pool bar. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Margaritaville right. gig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Come on. What am I just going to just hire me a residency at Margaritaville? Did you do Margaritaville? Is that a club? Do they have a club there? I think they opened a casino. I think they opened their own casino. Yeah, I think it's down by the Hooters. Yeah. For all the parrot heads that want to like... Oh, man. That feels like anti-Jimmy Buffett, right? No, though they have casinos, a Margaritaville yeah. restaurant in Vegas, but it's in like that Irish casino. Yeah, O'Shea's. O'Shea's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like a real grimy little corner. Woof. Yeah. Boy, it rocks though. They got people in there. Yeah. It's like two stories. It's like kind of like a rainforest cafe where they have like uh, you know the fake fake thunderstorms rolling yep. in and stuff yeah. like that. The volcano erupts every yeah. hour. It's great, man. It's a riot. It's five of ten. We gotta get over there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. in in the morning. <laughs> it's a fucking volcano. Everybody's drinking yards of margaritas. Like this is yeah. so crazy. There is that mentality where people are just setting whatever preconceived notions they have of an acceptable behavior they're like nah I'm in Vegas I'm, I'm just in Vegas I like to see people like that yeah yeah it is it is fun it's it's a it's a double edged sword well, sure. it's fun and it's terrible yeah well the shows there at least at the Harris you go from Tuesday to Sunday and there's wow. eight, eight shows. Wow. Eight shows. That's a long time to be in Vegas. Yeah, stay sharp. Yeah. I had some people come out because they knew I was there, and so I had a, a couple nights where I was like hanging with buddies and That's you know right. came to the show. But there's also the I bring work and try and get get it done during the day in the uh, in the hotel room. But then there are other times where you're just like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the um, at Harris. You you eat at the employee cafeteria, so it's like in the bowels of the casino. So you're like, so you're sitting there, and they have like trays of food, like in chafing dishes, out 24 hours a day. So you're sitting next to like dealers and maids, and like you're like one of the guys. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> How's the overall mood down there? Is it? Hi, low, uh, It's okay, I guess. <laughs> I mean, you see um, the dealers and how, you know, I didn't really talk to anybody. Yeah. I was very much, you know, yeah, the yeah. guy who got the, the, the local paper and, you know. Right. Yeah. right. Or took uh, some cereal back to the room. Those were boxes of, like, the Kellogg's 8-pack, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I didn't uh, uh, infiltrate in that way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder what the morale is in general of the dealers. It seemed to me, off, like the first thought in my head is that they're all sad people. Yeah, but they get paid pretty well, I think. 
Yeah, maybe they're not sad. Yeah, maybe it's, not. Just a, it's just I'm sad when I'm losing <laughs> my money at the table. It's like I'm projecting my You're projecting your sadness. Yeah. I think also, too, I don't know what rate they make, but if they, like, deal somebody, like, a blackjack and everyone at the table gives them, like, five bucks and they're there for, you know. Yeah. yeah. You can make all right. Definitely. You got to get hot for them and start making some good money. Yeah. No, but if you get too hot, then you got get the axe. Yeah. A lot of winning on your table, you know. That's a that's scary. I love that. <laughs> some scary guy, some pit boss telling me I'm a little loose with the. Yeah. I don't know. I'll tell you. Yeah, when I was in Lake Tahoe, I learned craps. I took a craps class. Uh-huh. They had like, because it was like you're looking for something to do during the afternoon. Right. And um, they gave you these fake chips and they let you play it because I had never learned yeah. about it. But that's the only game that has the best odds and it's the most communal in the sense of yeah. like, you know, when everyone somebody wins, everyone's yeah, high five yeah. and stuff. It's not like you're like, don't hit an 18. Yeah. You're not worried about yeah. that. You're right. just, you took my three. You saw <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there's not that uh, uh, pressure. Definitely. Yeah, I like that about craps, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you play craps? I've played before, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I don't know all the bets, really. But... Gonna take over, gentlemen. Okay. Uh, cool. Thank you very Thanks. much. Do you guys know what you want to eat? Yeah. Whatever. See you later. Okay, see you later. going to be taking over. Yeah. Well, she's doing just as good a job as he was, yeah. avoiding our table. I think he just got fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she's going to take over, ignoring you guys. Uh, it's been fun. I'm going on break. It's been a long morning of ignoring. Oh, man. i got to pay attention to somebody, so I'm going on break. <laughs> Don't forget to sign up for our rewards club. Yeah. Uh, you're 15% off your bigger, better breakfast. Uh, have you ever seen the Norms commercials that they have on TV? Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're the best. Oh, yeah. Those look like, if ever there was like a line between a union and a non-union commercial, you know, it's like right there with like, yeah. it's like, well, there's, you know, IBM and Norms. <laughs> right. You know. Yeah. Right. Like, well, you you took a non-union job, but it was for Norms, so we're going to let it go. We're going to let it go. Well, you, you see the actors in the Norms commercial and you go... I believe that those guys are non-union. They look, they look non-union actors. Yeah, they do. I believe that man's wearing his own shirt. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He look old. Inside out to hide the logos. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're not sponsored by Izon. This isn't one of those product placement commercials. Just turn it inside out. Are you sure, Dutch? That probably won't look good. No, no, no. Trust me. Yeah, we it's already enough. shot three scenes of it. So. <laughs> That's hilarious. I just did a, a Applebee's commercial. Nice. Uh, oh, congrats. Uh, thanks, on Thursday. Yeah. Sweet. But uh, it was very easy. It was like a quick like uh, turnaround. Like this mom was like, it's almost like a Harry Met Sally kind of thing. She's like, oh, the shrimp, oh, the chicken. And, you know, and it turns around and it's like the dad and the kid like, okay, uh, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're a dad? Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I broke, broke character. Wow. I had a conservative dad. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you find oh, the inspiration? I don't know. I never. It's because I never had kids. Yeah. yeah. They're like, hey, I believe you're a dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Paul and I would be totally unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> never want me to be. Ironically. A dad. <laughs> like I have two children. That's hilarious. Yeah. And the location manager was actually my former piano teacher. I just happened to run into him, and he's, he's like, he's like, I can't teach you anymore. I'm, I'm managing locations. It's kind of my thing because he, he had a kid like yeah. five years ago, and uh, uh, he's like, I, I, uh, I think I'm good for now, but I think we're ready to, we're ready yeah. to order. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Go first. I'm gonna get the green chili chicken quesadilla. Oh, there we are. Yeah. I like the French dip. Ooh, nice. And I'm gonna have the. Uh, yeah. The lumberjack. Uh, scramble, please. Yeah. That'll do it. Thank you. Thank you. I'm ready for some au jus. I'm ready for. I'm ready for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> ready to watch you dip, dude. It's yeah. exciting. Boom. <laughs> when you dip, we dip. You know? We're all dipping. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, he said he was going to make some time to get together for more piano lessons. So nice. I was very happy about awesome. that. Awesome. How yeah. good are you at piano? I'm okay. Yeah. That's, I mean, I never try to uh, play out 
like that. It's more sure, sure. all my music is recreational. Yeah. But I've been playing for I don't know, four or five years. Every time I'm at the improv, I always sit down and play. Yeah, um, sure. The last album I did, yeah, I, I fronted that. Yeah, I, was, was I, host, yeah. I hosted that it night. Was the master of ceremonies. <laughs> I hear my voice at the beginning of the album. Yeah, it was great. He introduced the, mm-hmm. the whole thing. It was, it was really um, but it's more, uh, uh, if somebody's good, Oh yeah, uh, uh, you know they're like yeah yeah, yeah you know. it's like I eat boy right yeah. and I don't have that competitive thing like you know gotta get better I'm not the guy who picks up the guitar at the house party you know yeah, <laughs> yeah it's because I like you yeah yeah <laughs> that's Belushi in Animal House so mm-hmm. I gave my love a cherry <laughs> yeah it's just it's such a true thing it's just such a you can't pick up a guitar at a party and not be super pandering and just wanting to get attention and be cool. No yeah. one's like laid back playing guitar at a party. No, it's no. really hard. It's really hard to see that work. I was at a party recently where it did happen, but it was in like a, a side room. Ah. And I thought, okay, okay, I'll give you your side room, and if people want to come in, but you're not like forcing everybody to be a part of it. Yeah, that's not as bad. Or yeah. maybe if you're just like sitting back and playing and having a conversation or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you start doing covered songs, start playing Sublime songs or something like yeah. that, you know, like. I hear Oasis, I'm leaving this party. <laughs> I'm leaving. Yeah, I, uh, I have a guitar that I keep like by the couch near the TV. Smart. So if I'm like mindlessly watching something, I'll, I'll take yeah. it around. But I've been playing for like guitar for like 15 years, 17 years. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. I'm grateful for music because it's the only thing I can do and only think about that. Yeah. So I've said that before, but that's like my... My mental respite. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I played piano growing up. Um, all classical stuff. Had a lot of lessons. No shit. Yeah. That's cool. Do you still play? I play every once in a while on my daughter's keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> like a cat meow sounds. Oh, yeah. Like but, um, but yeah, that's it. I'm trying to get more of my old piano books and play some more of those. But, oh, wow. uh, it, I love it. It is really fun. You can get like an 88 key weighted one for like... Three bills, you know, uh, two fifty, three, something like that. That's the one I have in like the little office where, yeah. you know, and then you can put the headphones in and just play any yeah. time of the day or night without bugging anybody. Yeah, yeah, because as it is now, when I'm playing, my daughter comes over and wants to stand on the keyboard yeah. while I'm playing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's really hard. Some hot links. She like grab my hands and pull them off and go, no, no. She's like, I'm playing this thing, idiot. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Let me show you how it's done. Yeah, here you go. Here you go, Dad. Yeah. Yeah. She starts playing Oasis. All right. That's it. All right. This party's over. It's over. Yeah, our neighbors have, like, this two-year-old now, but they're making the... Uh, the grave mistake of trying to reason with the child instead of just straight foot spanking them all the time. Yeah, or you're just like, no, we don't want to do that, honey. Remember how we said that we don't? You know, just yeah, like they don't know. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, get them a little bit older and then try and in, in, inject that. Yeah, I think exactly. for the first few years it has to be because I said so. You know? Right. A lot of people think. Well, I mean, I know my daughter's one and a half now, and there's a lot of things she cries immediately at. But then she enjoys, she likes it. She just doesn't know she's gonna like it right away. You know, like putting on shoes, she cries about. But then once you put her shoes on, she loves stomping around with her shoes on. You know, it's like. (laughs) And let's be honest, who doesn't? Yeah. (laughs) A great pair of shoes? Shut up. She's grateful. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid going like shoe shopping with my parents, I'd like try the pair that I wanted and just like show them in the store about how quickly yeah. I could run and stuff. Oh, sure. And yeah. and just oh, giving yeah. them a product demo. You know? <laughs> Give me these pair of kids and uh, we can really make something happen. Yeah. I could be a marginal athlete my whole life. Yeah, <laughs> forever. <laughs> Until your knees give out and then, then you know, you're fine. Yeah. Oh, that's what I'm terrified of. Your knees? Yeah, it's just such a... I have a friend who's going in for knee surgery, Tony. How old is he? He's like probably 34. Whoa, uh, that's young. He messed it up skateboarding. Now he's got to get his ACL replaced. Woof. Yeah. Yeah, it's gnarly. It just seems just anything with the knees getting injured to me is just really scary and just grosses me out. You see that, like, you know. Do you guys see train wreck? No. Oh no no! Bill Hader's like a doctor like that. Yeah. And there's like a scene where he's putting in a fake knee. It's like, you know, it's a set piece. Yeah. But he's just like 
hammering in this fake knee, and it's supposed to be like uh, Amari Stoudemire. Oh, so, yeah. And yeah. you're like, oh, boy. Um, that's the one thing more than anything. Uh, it's not my cardio. It's like my frame when I'm like, I run too much or working too much. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. you feel it. Yeah. I'm playing uh, at Bancroft after, after this. After this. Yeah, yeah. I was going to play today, but... Well, I've been playing over in uh, Thomas King. The Saturday to... game? Yeah, it's closer. It's not as good competition at all. It's way worse. But, but that's so why good. I'm the best one there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cornell training. <laughs> yeah, and you guys had a good game. We had a, we're in that basketball league. Yeah. Yes, yes, you guys, you guys had a, a, a close, close game. We lost our game, too. Really? Season's over, yep. Yeah. Yeah, ours was a bummer. I had a shot to tie it, and I rushed the shot. I saw that. I saw that. At least you had a, you had a look. I had a look, but it was one of those things where it was like, they were talking, don't foul him before he shoots. And then I'm thinking, oh, they're going to foul me before. I, well, I shoot. This is going to be perfect. Yeah, yeah. So I grab it and just turn around and throw it up. And like, they didn't foul me at Traditional all. Traditional four-point play. Yeah. yeah. Almost like a chess pass at the rim. Exactly. Yeah. I should have just turned around and shot it. But whatever. Yeah, we were we were down by like 10 at the half and then came back and brought it in with, within one. And then... They just went on a, like a six-point run, and yeah, especially too when there's like two or three minutes and they start to dribble out the clock. And you're like, yeah, come on, just play ball, come dude. On, play ball. Dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I mean, thirty seconds and try and create some offense, but to stand at the corners and pass around, yeah. where you have to like run and foul on purpose. You're like, it's yeah. so lame. You know, like Mike Krzyzewski, like just play basketball. Yeah. Come on, Coach K. Yeah, give him a shot. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. The announcers always say, even in the NBA, like, you got to foul them when they're not shooting if they're down three or something like that. It's like, just let them have a shot. Like, right. who cares? Yeah. And there's no shot clock at all. It's just yeah. like, you could you could win a game two to zero. And you just, like, dribble around and you're like, 40 minutes of, you yeah. know. Yeah, who's going to monitor that shot clock? Nobody. Nobody. And the refs are just, uh, my experience with the refs is when they, they're like the stars of the show. Oh, you know, they yeah. get that. They literally hold court. Yeah, and yes, so you yes. can like try talk to them, but it's just very yeah. dismissive. Not very, yep. you know. And you get a, a foul if you curse at all. Yep, technical. You get a technical yes. foul if you just like you miss a shot and you're like fuck. And yeah. Like you know, they'll tee you up. Uh, yeah. That's horse radish. It's horse. Radish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I have kids. I got a million of them. Horseradish, shut the front door. Oh, dude, I don't. Yeah. Pretty good about not swearing in front of them. Right. Just a myriad of other stupid things I say. Stupid's even. I don't. We don't say stupid. Stupid's bad. Stupid's bad. Stupid's not a bad word, but just hearing a three-year-old say it to you, it's fucking infuriating. I can imagine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Daddy, that's stupid. It's like, oh, 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 oh. Right. and you got three on one over there too. Three, three girls, one yeah. guy, yeah. one Paul, one me. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big guy, so I sure. hold down my yeah. space, but. Right. And you Sometimes. can take a punch. Yeah, so. <laughs> they all punch me. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, Save me. Oh, dude. My uh, my dad's cousin. He lives out here, and he has three daughters. And he's a really cool dude, but he has a dog, a male dog, that he won't let him uh, uh, neuter at all. It's like, uh, it's the only other thing in this house that has balls. I'm not going to take, <laughs> take the balls off this thing, too. <laughs> he, like, bonds with the dog over being a man. Oh, That's man. awesome. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. so true, too. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't have a dog. I mean, I, I, until I get like a pad that's like a dog pad. Yeah. I like, you know, need so. a little space, space for him. Yeah. <laughs> a little yeah. elbow room. Never yeah. hurt. No, we have a dog too, and she's a girl. So it's it used to be me and a Score boy dog and my wife, and it was two guys and a girl. And now the balance has gone the other way, and you know, I'm the. Hey, uh, you know, the future is female. I'm living it. Yeah, I'm living it right now. They're running it. Yeah, they're, running, they're taking over. They're slowly taking over. Yeah, it's my the same guy. He told me when we were talking. I think at my baby shower, he's like, "Women are a higher evolved species than men. Yeah. <laughs> like they live longer. 
they can produce life. It's like he had all these other great points about how women are just they're just a better species. They bleed for five days and don't die. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's like a Venice Beach T-shirt or something. <laughs> yeah. I think I've maybe that's where he that got yet. this from. Yeah. <laughs> Were you in Never Venice? Trust us. <laughs> just sitting looking, reading up shirts to you. <laughs> the Joe Cool with like a doob. Yeah. <laughs> That's the whole bad speech. Then he brought up a great point about what if the ho- the hokey pokey is what it's all about. <laughs> <laughs> That's my mind. Oh, yeah, you're like, right. You're right. I think that's a Kathy Ladman joke. I think, that, yeah, I think yeah. that was. Because oh. I remember seeing something where she said like she had a joke like that. And somebody put it on a T-shirt, and she was just like. Uh, yeah, I've seen the bumper sticker on t-shirts. Definitely. Uh, Definitely. And the coexist. Uh-huh. Yeah, you gotta coexist. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't okay. even think about that. Yeah. How do you mention it? Yeah, I think that's, if I'm not mistaken, that's the pinned tweet I have on my profile. Uh, I wasn't going to coexist until I saw your bumper sticker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now I... I see it. Until I that message. Yeah, oh my god. Here I was, not coexisting. Right. Yeah. It's actually, this norms is kind of a snapshot of Los Angeles. You guys taking in any of the... Uh... Oh, yeah. <coughs> the real people. Yeah. But we're in West Hollywood, and this doesn't feel very West Hollywood. Yeah, no, it does not. A lot of families here. It's nice. Yeah. There was actually a... a there was a homeless woman sitting on the counter eating breakfast, and uh, I, I paid, I paid for a meal. I gave the guy the money. I was just like, get, get her thing, and she ran out on the check. <laughs> wow, good thing you paid. <laughs> I know, right? She picked up her bags and just didn't wait for it to get dropped at all. She just, she called, she called it on her own. Wow. It's, like, yeah, it's, it's so still, funny. it's still altruism, even if it's not. Even if she's doing the dining bag. Well, that's a true good deed. She doesn't even know you did it for her. <laughs> yeah. And right before Christmas. Look at you, man. Sam right. is going to well, hook you up. Well, I just wanted to mention that on my podcast. <laughs> I'm a wonderful man. Yeah. You should yeah. also Instagram and tweet that. <laughs> yeah, humble brag. Yeah, yeah humble brag. Change it. What else? Have one of those life events on Facebook. Oh. Life event paid for. I mean that. It gets you up in the algorithm. More people sure. will see it. A life event. Yeah, a life event. Right. Yeah, life events are more valuable than status. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Oh, Here yeah. I am. That makes sense. Going on Facebook every four days, and now I yeah. Or life event sponsor. Sponsor. Oh, yeah. oh shit. Oh my god. Pay twenty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> to let people know about your good deed. Dude, yeah, dude. That's going straight to Mark Zuckerberg's phone. It's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, a friend of mine, you know those pop-up ads on the side? Uh-huh. He was, uh, um, there was a picture of him, for, and it was like some, for some like University of Redlands College, or it was like some online college, mm-hmm. and I thought they like took his picture from his profile and just like made it in there. And so I like messaged him, I was just like, dude, they're using your pictures because I thought they might have some kind of thing yeah where, yeah hey if it's a friend of yours and now he's there you should do it I, right. that's, I was not incensed but i was like that's fucking lame yeah and then i messaged him and he's just like no it's a print work <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah. five hundred dollar buyout take it facebook for the next yeah for the next three years I just saw Ron Funches and something like that, actually. Oh, like some you? black college. Oh, wow. Hello. French dip. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Sure. For some uh, some college? Some, like, yeah, all black college or something like that. And there was a picture of three black guys. Two of them I didn't know. One was Ron Funches. Of a picture, like, I had seen before. Like, some more. A ST lemonade? Like a headshot or something. Uh-huh. It was really bizarre. I was like, I wonder if he knows about this and then I tried to take a screen cap and I couldn't figure out the shortcut keys and I got frustrated and then I just hey, you know what listen as long as you gave up immediately that's all <laughs> that's all that matters dude he's doing fine right? he's on TV he doesn't do sure it's control shift 4 you know but who's got that kind of time <laughs> three keys holding down three keys I swore I hit control shift 4 <laughs> yeah or three does the whole thing. Oh, you know what I did? Yeah. I hit the Apple commands. Oh, yeah. Shit. Mm. Uh, what an idiot. That's okay. That's okay. Poor Ron. I, uh, I try to be 
mm. like savvy. I'm okay, but when it's next level stuff, I just get a dude, you know. Yep. Unless it's something I want to learn long term. Right. Something long term that could benefit you, like like editing. Yeah. I learned how to edit because I couldn't have just a dude, like you know, at my beck and call. Cause it's expensive. It's expensive, and they never do it as. Thank you. Thank you. And was there pancakes at this as yeah, well? Oh, okay, great. They never um, do it as quickly as you want. You know. Right. Because like like every person at this table, you want it done yesterday. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It needs to get done. I got an idea. I want it done immediately. Yeah. Right. Before I'm over it completely. Yeah. Before I'm over it. <laughs> I'm trying to dial in a new website because I uh, had a, a like a WordPress site and they stopped supporting the template. So now it's like a little wonky and it looks like weird. So yeah. Thank you so much. Everything looks great. Wow. Those are some good looking pancakes. They are, yeah, they're, uh, they are, yeah. they're huge. Would you guys like one? I'm good. You do your thing. Yeah. Okay, all right. So I'm trying to uh, deal with this woman like a web thing, and uh, uh, I sent her two emails, and I called her, and she just got back. Oh, hey. And doing that thing where they just like, just got your message. Like, yeah, yeah. My email's been acting weird. Like, like, how is that possible? Um, how is that possible? Yeah, like, you, you don't want to like the internet. <laughs> you can figure out how to get an email. Having some technical problems. Uh oh. It's like I'm sorry. If Google goes down, I'm gonna hear that. All right. It's it's not like you know all the conventions. Just saw this text. Uh, yeah. I found what I do not all the time, but I don't ignore text. But I'll like sometimes I'll read it, and then I don't get back to it right away. Or like you're driving or something, you want to be like mm -hmm. responsible. Yeah. But then you're like two days later, you're like, oh, I think I accidentally just big time somebody. Yep. I don't oh, yeah. do that all the time. So it's a good power move, really. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then make them really want it. You know. Mm -hmm. The unconscious power move. Yeah. Yeah, Jedi shit. Luckily, now I just did an Applebee's commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Uh, yeah. I'd like to point out that Norm's has its own ketchup. Wow. It looks suspiciously like the Heinz bottle. Suspiciously. It's suspiciously. They just. I'm trying to see if they just lay on another sticker. I don't think so. Who has their own ketchup? It's manufactured for them. Yeah, who does this anymore? I think that's the uh, that's the teaser that's going to entice people to listen to the episode. <laughs> when I put that sentence before, you're like, who has their own ketchup? That's like one thing I do for for everything. I have like three enticing questions. Oh, this is a that's a good one. Oh. That's that when you know one. you made it. There's cereal season three right here. <laughs> yeah. This is a really good chip sandwich. Good. Really good. It is? Yeah, the beef good. is great. Good. You got a lot of it. Beef tower, dude. Yeah, it is. Do you guys have any uh, holiday comedy garage special shows coming up? Or what do you guys do for Christmas and all that jazz? Mm. Just we've in done, general. We've done Christmas parties in the past, but this year, I think you're going to be gone like out in a few days. Yeah, it's just, we didn't really get on top of planning it. Nah. You know, we'll have a Super Bowl party. Love it. Definitely. Definitely Super Bowl party. That's more fun. No, nobody's all stressed out for Super Bowl unless it's their team in it. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, I All the hanger outers. Yeah, hangers on. It's really one of my favorite shows to just go hang out at. You know, yeah. Rafa's is such a fun oh. like hang. It also feels like your like your cool uncle's basement. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's just definitely. You go down there and doesn't feel like he. Not that he doesn't care about making money, and you know, I'm sure that's a factor, but you just go down there and. It's, Chill and the right people are hanging out. Yeah. Rafa wants to make money, but he also doesn't want people he doesn't like doesn't like coming into his place. Right. Yeah. Right. He doesn't want a hip hop element at the show. And actually he doesn't even want it to become uh, so popular that there's like a line out there. Because that will just bring too much attention to what he's doing. Right. And, uh, which is running a uh, legitimate um, art space, right. and he showcases ours 
comedy show as the, the art showcase that it is. Mm -hmm. That it is. It really is, you know? Yeah. I think about like comedy and performing like that all the time. It's just, you know, people, like, unless you're like famous, everyone thinks you're a failure. You know, totally. Not everyone, but, but you know, yeah. by and yeah. large, you're like, yeah. oh, I've never heard of you. Are you Ray Romano? No. Right. <laughs> you know, but if you go to somebody like, hey, with only a microphone and a stand, I can entertain strangers for an hour. Yeah. And can you do that? You know, no. I'm not curing cancer, but. People need to laugh. People need to be entertained. Mm -hmm. People need to be led to thoughts and concepts, and you know. Definitely. With my opinion, <laughs> I'm going to try and entertain you for ten minutes, even. You know. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I really look at it at this point, like I've been doing stand for like eleven years. Awesome. It's like a, it's like a, a moral obligation to continue doing it. Because if I don't do it, there's so many other terrible comedians that are not going to stop doing it. And then the, it's going to tip the saturation closer toward terrible. Yeah. And it's up to the people that are like, have some standards for it to stick in it. Yeah. And try to make it good. Oh, dude. Amen. Because people on. are going to start bailing on comedy, like right now. Right. Right this very minute. I've had a lot of conversations this year, not just comedy, but like acting and yeah. There are other artistic pursuits for people of like, because a lot of friends and colleagues thought there was some level of progression. Like, well, first this happens, and then this happens, right. and then you yeah. go this, and then, but it's not linear in that way. So no. maybe they hit something four years ago, and whatever money came in, they spent that, and their, their show got canceled, or their commercial didn't run, or mm -hmm. they didn't get their pitch bought. Right. Do you guys remember Paul Kozlowski? From the, uh, he did the, he had the fake gallery. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah so Paul had this. Uh, uh, he didn't tell me the story. I heard Louis C.K. Uh, interviewed about it. And he was in Boston. And Paul's a Boston guy, and um, he remembered like it was a very influential conversation he had with Paul because he was bitching about something and complaining and like this guy got that and I didn't get this and you know. And Paul's like, you know, you can just quit. You can just. <laughs> It yeah. won't make any difference to anybody in the scene. You can quit. You don't have to do this. Yeah. You know. Yeah. The God's honest truth. It's, and no one will care. No one will care. And you'll just be remembered as an also ran. Definitely. Yeah. But Definitely. if so you have true. fun along the way, you know, right. spend it with the right people. Yep. I'll tell you. When you start out, it's like, it's all benchmarks, it's all things that you can get to accomplish. And then like, you're seeing some people start accomplishing them, some people don't. And then the people that aren't getting it are like less inclined to keep doing it. And then the people that are getting supported, people are less inclined to support them because who gives you You know? They don't have the juice. Yeah, it doesn't, you know, it's irrelevant. People don't wanna, they just stop going to stuff. Yeah. It's just like, well, Maybe I'll become a therapist, and that's cool. Right. Go for it. Yeah. And <laughs> I've never been to a, um, with a handful of exceptions, I've never been to like a comedy party or a hang or an event where I looked around and was just like, hey, where is, uh, where's Randy at? I don't right. know Randy at all. Right. It's just like, you see the people who are there, and right. if you don't, you assume they have something else going on, or, you know. And there's yeah. some people you don't see in years, and you're like, dude, are you, what? You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's interesting. I mean, I think it's such a almost like selfish business on its own where you don't have time to worry about what anyone else is doing. <laughs> yeah, you know, you can't expect someone else to do anything for you or someone or worry about someone else not getting something. It's my one of my favorite quotes of all time. It's from Eleanor Roosevelt. And it's, uh, you wouldn't care how much people thought of you if you realized how seldom they do. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Everyone's doing their, like, you know. That's so great. <laughs> and it's so true. And you always think, I, there were years where I thought there was, like, some kind of, like, inside connection or track, or there was some, like, clutch of people who were just like, I, I'm this and I'm, you know. Yeah. Right. But it's just free radicals that sometimes cling together. And you think they're all together because you're, you see them, their name on a show or on a flyer or on something. You're like, I'm, I'm not in with these guys. I'm it's just like, maybe, or maybe they just had five spots. 
and yeah. just you know, and they didn't think of you. They didn't think of you because you didn't right. uh, you didn't hate buddy him enough. Yeah, you know, right. right. I still try and reach out, but I, I guess I've come to the resignation. Just like spots are spots. You want to be on all the cool shows, but at the end of the day, they're not paying you for the most part here in town. Right. Right, and there's not show business isn't in there, you know. They're not hanging out. No, so <laughs> I met no. this I met this uh, girl from an agency recently, and she was like, "Oh, where do you perform?" And I was like, "Well, you know, all the different alternative shows on the East Side." And she started laughing, and she goes, "We never go to those shows." She's like, "I mean, I guess I know that they're there, but we just don't even think to." Do it. I'm like. Yeah. Oh, that, that must be why I enjoy them so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, people are needlessly shitting their pants. Right. Trying to get their their late night set up there. Yeah. For someone who, you know, who's maybe, whose opinion you, you don't necessarily agree with. And they, you don't find what they find funny, you know. Right. Totally. totally. <laughs> yeah. I just show, um... A while ago, where it was um, Keegan. Everything's yep. yeah, thank yeah, you. It was Keegan, Mike Key, and Wonderful. then and then Judd Apatow. Holy shit! And then me. Yeah. Afterwards. Wow. Yeah. And uh, I was so so pumped for it. Meltdown. Oh yeah. I was so pumped for it. Obviously. Yeah, that's great. And I was talking to Judd Apatow about doing stand up before he went up and stuff. Have a comic conversation. He's pretty new at it again, you know. Green room yeah. hang. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, and so I was so pumped. I'm like, this is gonna be awesome. They're gonna do their sets, and then they're gonna watch me. <laughs> Still, didn't happen. They did their sets. Pretty much walked straight outside from the stage. Didn't watch each other. I think Keegan might be hung around, but. He was swarmed by everyone else in the green room talking, you know. Yeah. Being funny. Talking out of sleep. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So it's like you do, a, you do like a really big show you're really pumped for, and then you get it done with, and you're like, well, that didn't matter at all. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> they just saw the flyer on Facebook. Right. Yeah, they saw the matter. picture of you. I think I... I, I I said this before, but like, you know, in a picture on Facebook, nobody knows that you're bombing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just see your face illuminated. Hey, man. Yeah. Like, I realize you're eating a giant dick. <laughs> <laughs> I did a show last night. My friend was trying to um, get, get something up, and it was like 7 o'clock, and it was early, and it was a yeah. small space, hard to find, but he's just like, I want to get you. And it, was, it wasn't even stand up, I was part of a panel. Oh, wow. Um, and there were five, there was six people in the crowd. One of them was my wife. I brought her because we were on our way to a Christmas party. Mm -hmm. But there was still this woman with her, you know, iPhone 6 getting all these pictures. Like, well, I'm not going to say it was, it was fun, but it was not like right. this changes everything. Right, right. Those shows don't exist. Yeah. No. But every show is promoted like it's going to change everything. <laughs> it's all everything's going to be like the one year anniversary. The last show of the year. Yeah. The first show of the year. It's yeah. like we can't celebrate everything. We're like a we're like the the, the Google Doodle. It's like it, it will be celebrated because it's today. Right, it's today. It's true. Yeah. I I've, I've said it many times, but I think our job is just to stick around long enough for people to have an opinion of you. Because once you've been in the in the game long enough. People would say, oh, I know him, he's not right. Oh, I know him, he's perfect. But to say, I've never heard of him. Yeah. It's my job to work past, I've never heard of him. Yeah. I want them other, to other than that, I can't, I can't fucking yeah. worry about it. Yeah. Drive like yourself that. crazy. That's a good mindset. Yeah, yeah. And I'm doing a, um, I had always thought I was like on the outs of the, like the UCB, and I didn't, you know. Yeah. I'm doing a show on Thursday that I'm excited to be a part of. Oh, that's great. I think it was, it was because I didn't, Throw, like throw in the towel or say anything that like yeah. I would regret later or you know yeah you don't know why can't you you know it's just right I, if you want me there I'll do I'll show up and I'll you know right yeah that's the, that's the way you got to be about it just say whatever I'll do it whatever you want me to how yeah. much does it pay nothing at all okay yeah, cool I'll see Fantastic. you there <laughs> yeah.
Now, we don't even go to shows on the east side. Yeah, no. Especially, too, when you see people that are uh, um, kind of, as you get older, you see people who are younger and they are in tastemakers, yes. so to speak. Mm -hmm. uh, you know. I got that Applebee's thing, like the creative director was probably like 30, and he's just like, well, I don't, maybe get him in a different shirt, and get him in a, yeah. so to hear someone that is clearly younger than you, right, having juice, you're like, it's just, you gotta roll with it, you yeah. gotta roll with it, yeah. yeah, I don't have an opinion about it. You can't think about people's age, you just have to think that you're both here right now. However, what, however long it took you to get to, to today, this place that we're at, you're here, I'm here, that's your job, this is my job. Right, right. Because it is, I mean, this can be super frustrating when you see like, oh man, I, I told myself when I was 24, I'm going to do this before I'm 28, and you're like, you, everyone says to you like that when they're 24, you know? Yeah. Back you when you knew it all. Yeah, yeah, you had yeah. the perfect plan. You never exactly. conjured this. Yeah. Say, you have to remember who you were at 24 oh, and be like, dude. oh yeah, I didn't know shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was actually reading, you know, my, my father passed away in October and we were going through his stuff and like, uh, he had an old diary and that he kept when he was in college. So he's like 19, 20, 21, and you're yeah. like reading. And it was also like in the 50s. So he's yeah. like talking about like, the, the, yeah, it was a pretty hep scene. And you're just like, what are you talking like? you're like reading the, the writings of a, of a young of a young man. Yeah, of him younger than you. That's got to be younger than yeah, you. Yeah, so that's half my age. Yeah, half my age. So I guess you just try and work through it without doing any lasting damage. <laughs> right, right. With no criminal record, with no... Yeah. You just gotta roll. Definitely. <sighs> Definitely. Well, this is good. This is really good. Um, I, uh, top off would be great. Did you ask me from... Yeah. Oh, yeah, please. Yeah, thank you. I left it long enough that it got a little okay. uh, tepid. Oh, we took like a dinner? Thank you. Thank you. She couldn't be less interested in your tepid coffee store. Sure, well, I, it was my word of the day. Yeah. Tepid, <laughs> it was on the calendar. Tepid. Find tepid. I can work this in at the restaurant, for sure. <laughs> I saw you sticking your finger in the coffee. Is it, is it tepid yet? Yeah. <laughs> I drink more coffee than I should. I'm just that guy. Yeah, I'll same here. A, I'll have a bunch of it in the morning. It's like my morning, like... Yeah. Have the timer set so that when you get up, it's already made. Uh, and that's smart. <laughs> I'm a fan. Yeah. I don't hardly drink coffee at all. And I love it. I like it. I just never need it. Mm. I need it pretty much every, pretty much every day. Because <laughs> you guys have different responsibilities than me. Yeah. You gotta get up and at them. Yeah, pretty early in the morning, old Matt. Yeah. There's Isla in school now? Or is she She's got... at preschool. Yeah, so we gotta do that every. That's at eight or nine, nine, nine. Yeah, but when she starts elementary school, it'll be eight o'clock. It's even earlier. I'm bummed. Certainly bummed. Sunrise, sunset. Yeah. Is this the little girl I carried? Your whole life becomes a fiddler on the roof soundtrack. It already is. <laughs> <laughs> I converted. <laughs> I'm up on the rooftop all the time. But I'm smoking weed, I'm not fiddling. <laughs> I feel like a modern day Tevian. Right? Yeah. You're not playing, playing the fiddle, he's just smoking weed. Just blazing that fiddle. <laughs> this is all a my metaphor. My back pain, my lower back pain. Oh, yeah. I think it's definitely going to be, like next year, there's a ballot measure to make it legal in California. It's just, it's yeah. got, I mean, you see, in, in have you guys been to Denver or Washington? I have. Yeah, yeah. It's like, come on, it's a cash cow. Yeah, yeah. they've made so much money. Yeah. And there's so many more people that live in California that it's like, turn on the faucet, baby. Yeah. They have a, a state state troopers that patrol the highways that go into Colorado. Uh huh. Yeah, and I saw just that. Like, as they're pulling out to go back to Nebraska. Woo! All right. You know, yeah, hey, pal. Come on, buddy. What's up? I didn't, I didn't stick somebody up to get this. I went to a store and right. bought it at right. store and pays taxes. They didn't care. <laughs> right. You know, they were totally fine. If it's like less than an ounce, like who gives a shit? Yeah, right. so little. 
What if you drive it all the way through boring ass Nebraska just to get it? Then you deserve it. You deserve it. You yeah. Hey, you know what? Nebraska. Light this right now. Yeah. yeah. I'll drive home sober. I know you are. I'm worried about us cops. Oh my god. I used to complain about the five and then I drove from Colorado to Omaha. Yeah. Oh my god. What was that about? Uh, I did a I went I did stand up. We started um, we like Arizona to to New Mexico to Colorado, then up to Omaha, then over to Iowa City for like this festival. Cool. Yeah, it was really fun. Um, but yeah, driving through Nebraska was just like like the, it, it looks like the five where it's the boring parts of the five where it's all flat. Mm-hmm. Except there's not as many exits. Like they cut those exits maybe in half. Right. So it's just like seven miles uh, to the next one. Yeah, yeah. and like I remember the first stop, I got like this thirty-two ounce iced tea, and just like put it down. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, Slash fish cup. Yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's a dual purpose exactly. container. Yeah. You want that big open top too. Yeah. I it was like a sinking ship. I had to like shovel it out, <laughs> throw it out the window. <laughs> I do the thing where it's, uh, uh, you know, you pull over to the side and then you open the passenger door and you're like, oh, let me check the club box here. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I don't think women know how many times men piss on the street. No. They're aware of, like, even here in town, if I'm like, you know. I prefer it. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many yeah. great alleyways, especially here in West Hollywood. <laughs> it's a perfect neighborhood for being on the street. Just don't go in the wrong alley or else you're going to get more than you bargained for. Yeah. 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 Thank you, you know. Yeah. A friend of mine uh, uh, bartends, uh, was, I don't know if he does it anymore, but he was a bartender. He's he's gay, he's from West Hollywood, and there's a, a street called Vaseline Alley, right off Santa Monica Boulevard. Mm-hmm. And they just uh, sit in their car with the windows rolled down, you can just go and kind of stick your dick in the window, and uh, they'll take care of you, you know? Wow, yeah, cool alley. <laughs> <laughs> Vaseline, though. Vaseline right. Alley. Yeah. My Oof. goodness. Oof. Yeah. It's a little on the nose. A little too perfect. Yeah. yeah. A little too perfect. Hey, fellas. What are we? What are we changing? Romanticize it a little bit. Yeah. I know, know, right? It's called yeah. Romantic Alley. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Do you just want any of this bacon or this eggs? I'll eat I'm, some of that I bacon. I am full. Oh no. I, I hit. I hit a wall. <laughs> Oh, good. You didn't hit I'm the bacon good. Wall. I that did. There was bacon good. in that actually. Oh, is it? I'll eat that bacon. Yeah, you know I have what? One more piece. You have one more. I have a. I have like a. I'm always hungry. I can eat just such an insane amount of food. All it does is it, it helps. You understand? I need it. Yeah. I need it. Yeah. I ate all day long. Yeah. Yeah. I try not to eat after 10. Oh, yeah. Sometimes tough. you get back at like, you, you know, from a show at like 1 o'clock, 1 30, you're like, yeah. nah, I suppose I could make one English muffin. You know, <laughs> right, right. Mm. I always get, I get high at night and then I'm, all, I'm always fine right after I smoke weed. I don't want to eat. I'm not hungry. For whatever reason, smoking makes me not hungry. Right. Maybe just because it's all an oral fixation. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You're good. Who knows? Who yeah. knows? But then after a while, then it really hits. And then I have, I have that moment where I'm looking, staring at my refrigerator and the cupboard at the same time, trying to yeah. figure out something to put. Yeah, a lot of times it'll just be like a piece of bread I'm dipping in a sauce or something like that. Something really terrible, but... Uh, here's video footage of you from last night. I, oh, oh my god, I hope no one ever sees like that. Like one of those Hunt's tomato cans, just like a paste, you just like eating it with a spoon. I might as well, might as well. Are you well. eating tomato paste? I guess. Uh, yeah, you don't? What's wrong with you? Uh, I put together some terrible snacks. That way. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. I can imagine. I'm not going to imagine. All right. Well, I'm going to hit I'm gonna hit stop. Uh, where can people find you on the, the Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff? Twitter at Cornell Reed. R-E-E-D? R-E-I-D. Yeah, R-E-I-D. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, on Facebook, too, you can add me. I get a lot of ads on oh, Facebook yeah. these days. People collect, people collect comedians somehow. I don't know why that is. Uh, maybe that is. Yeah, I don't know. But there's always friend requests. I think I just hit the right people yeah. that just get swarms. Maybe they're just trying to sell you Ray-Ban sunglasses at a 75% discount. <laughs> yeah. You ever get that friend request? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, and then within three minutes, you're just like... 
Yeah. All right, listen. My Ray-Ban and purse collection is huge now. It's too Thanks big. Thanks to Facebook, yeah. I'm going to have to start selling Ray-Bans all the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You become that guy getting eaten up by the machine. <laughs> you can't beat him. Join him. Fucking classic. Uh, oh, yeah. Paul Danky. Paul Danky on Twitter, at Paul Danky. And, uh, hey, you know, you can buy my album on iTunes. As a special thing? On, yeah, a special thing records really hit. Dank. Uh, dank. Yeah. Yeah, I talk about drugs and fatherhood. I was at the recording. You were there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Cornell actually hosted, so Cornell's on the yeah. recording as well. That's yeah. right. And my favorite part, after uh, after a said he came out with like a, a bar towel on his shoulder, like he was Sinatra. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was that's right. perfect. You know, so good. It was perfect. I forgot about that. Yeah, oh. I, I had to stop at Target to buy a towel so I could have a fresh, I wouldn't need a crisp. White, right. white, white towel. Yeah, right. I'll see you about Bernie Mac. Rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah, super Thank fun. you. Yeah. All right, my friends, that was it. Episode 81, the last new grabbing months of 2015. Thank you, Cornell Reed. Thank you, Paul Danke, for hanging out and making my afternoon just a little bit better. Hope they did the same for you. That's it, everybody. Uh, make sure and go to grabbinglunch.com and just cruise what's on the site. I have uh, tons of episodes in the archive, including episodes with Helen Slater, who's Supergirl, and the legend of Billie Jean, uh, lead singer Colin Hay from Men at Work, who's also a brilliant solo artist, Will Wheaton from Star Trek The Next Generation, uh, and just the list goes on and on until you get to the end of it, and then it stops. But make sure and check it out, and thank you for the support. That's at grabbinglunch.com. Also, thank you, Sexpot Comedy, for uh, for all your support throughout the year. Go to Sexpot Comedy and check out all the content that they have. They are a podcast aggregate. They also produce videos and live shows. Good stuff with Andy Jewett and Kayvon Kalapari over at Sexpot Comedy. And in the immortal words of Russell Simmons, as we close out 2015, thank you all for coming. God bless. Good night. And... In the immortal words of Tiny Tim, God bless us, everyone. Happy holidays, everybody. This has been a Sex Pot Comedy Joint. Collaborative, community-driven comedy produced by Andy Jewett and Kayvon Kalitvari. Headquartered in Denver, Colorado, with technical support from Isaac Miller.